is up, you guys? Friday Fitness, Fitness Friday? Fitness Friday? <laughs> <laughs> Fitness Friday. Friday Fitness. Friday Fitness. Friday Fitness. Don't edit this, Rachel. Don't edit this. All right, we're going to try this again. No editing. Fitness Friday. It's Fitness Friday. What? What's up, you guys? Fitness Friday. Excited. Episode number three. Correct, Tony? Number three. Three. We have good questions that were sent to us this week. And if you guys notice, this video is in black and white. Tony's going to explain why. Yes, it is in black and white. So back in the day, guys, back in like back in the day where you could go to movie theaters and like you could see people, um, I had a podcast that was called the Fit Nerds Podcast. Uh, nobody listened to it except me, uh, but I learned a lot. And one of the things that I did, I started answering fitness questions on Snapchat, and I always did them in black and white. And the reason why I did that was because I feel like fitness is black and white. You're either in it or you're not. You can't be, there's no, there's no gray. You're either 100% or you're out. So to kind of illustrate that, all of our videos for Fitness Friday are going to be in black and white to kind of remind you, you know, to have that mindset. You're either in or you're out, but you can't be in the middle. You can't be warm because all the people that are warm and that don't go all in, they never get the results that they're looking for and they end up quitting. So we uh, have black or you're white. That's why all these videos are going to be in black and white. So we have questions that we're going to answer today. Eric's going to answer three. I'm going to answer three. And hopefully we can provide some value for you guys. So here we go. How do you start your fitness journey? How do you start your fitness journey? Uh, Tony talked a lot about this in the first episode, which was in podcast form, and he laid it down to the dot. And I think it's really important if you have an opportunity, if you haven't seen it, go back and listen to it. Um, uh, but it's really important to really start how Tony was explaining the black and white thing. You can't be in the middle. You have to come to uh, like a, realiza a realization or you just have to either be sick of where you're at in life uh, with your body or whatever it is and make that decision a lot of people will end up just getting motivated at the beginning and then kind of drifting off but I believe the first thing you have to do is really stick to it and say hey I want to change I want to do something different I want to look different I want to feel different and then from there make a decision and then start planning effective planning effective training effective exercises and then sticking to it and then reminding yourself why you started because a lot of the times we, we end up wanting something, but at the end of the day, we, we don't really, you know, put in the actions of what we're saying that we want. At the end of the day, it doesn't really, doesn't really work together. So the way to start is to convince yourself being in a place where you don't want to be anymore, right? And then planning ahead and really just saying, all right, I'm going to do this way, this way. I'm going to work out this way. I'm going to do it this many times. You want to be specific, as specific as possible, so that that way you can kind of go on a day-to-day -day basis and not look in, you know, I want to look like this in two months and then in a month or in those two months, you look the complete opposite. So micro plan and then do the things daily to get you to wherever you want to get. Should I work out under stress? 
So the answer is it depends. And this was something that I had to work through a lot because my job is super high stress, really long hours. I don't have a normal nine to five. So I often found myself very, very stressed. So there's two ways that you can go about this. If you work out when you're stressed and that workout helps you relax, then by all means, do it. Everybody needs a release, something therapeutic. Do it and use it as kind of your personal time to just release all your stress and feel better. But at the same time, what I started doing was I was really stressed and then the workout would make me really stressed because it, it would cause me to be in pain and really intense pain. Um, so I was trying to work out to build as much muscle as possible, but in as I did that, I was always really sore. So I was my job was high stress and then I was in pain all the time. And then because of the nature of my job, I couldn't get in my meal. So that frustrated me. And then I couldn't sleep well. And it was just, it was a mess. So I had to completely change the structure of how I worked out in order for it to not be such a painful thing, I guess. I guess you could say change my rep schemes and things like that. But I'm of the idea that you should always work out. And if it's therapeutic for you, great. But if it hurts you or if it just makes the stress worse, then you might want to either rethink the way you're working out or the time that you're working out and switch that up so that the workout can be something positive and not something negative. How important is nutrition? Nutrition is everything. I don't know if you've been able to hear uh, the phrase, the 80-20 rule in fitness, but it means 80% nutrition, 20% gym. Uh, when it really comes down to wanting results, wanting to uh, truly get to somewhere, uh, nutrition is the key element of how you're going to get there. You can't go and work out, you know, um, lift weights, lose, for example, three, 400 calories in one weight session and then go and eat 800 to 1,000 calories after just because you say, I worked hard enough, I deserve it. You know, so there's a lot of ways that you can kind of keep that in check, uh, counting calories and things like that. But my advice is just to eat as clean as and simple as possible. A lot of people kind of lose their way because of this, because of the nutrition. It either becomes too frustrating or too hard. Um, but I'd say just eat as clean as possible. Like forget, like if you're just starting, don't worry about counting calories. Don't worry about all that. Just try and stick to the cleanest things. Get rid of, you know, little by little, just like Tony talked about in the first episode um, little by little get rid of you know sugars or the things that like the junk food that you eat so that it doesn't have to be all in one set like you eat one way one night and then the next day you want to eat completely clean it's not gonna happen so do it little by little and then it'll become a habit it'll become a lifestyle and that way it'll be more of a longevity kind of thing and then you'll be able to kind of just Go with the flow with, with the nutrition and I promise you that that is one of the most important things that you can do for your health and fitness. Will weights make women bulky? So a lot of women are afraid of the weight room. They're afraid of the bench press or the squat. My wife had the exact same issue early on. And the reality is guys, that if you're a woman, you simply, your body simply does not have the testosterone necessary to build incredible amounts of muscle. I'm sorry. So that being said, it's not gonna make you incredibly bulky and gross and you're not, it's, it's not gonna happen. Like you would have to do that on purpose. You would have to eat a ridiculous amount of calories and you'd have to take drugs in order to be able to be just a beast and look like a man. Like that's not gonna happen. So 
That being said, I believe that all women should lift weights. It helps with your muscle. It's, it's the exact same thing as, as a guy doing it, except you're not gonna have as, as much mass, but you're still gonna look good, you're gonna feel good. Uh, things aren't gonna sag where they're not supposed to sag. You know, you're just gonna look better and you're gonna feel better. So don't be afraid of getting on that bench press, learning how to squat. My wife does now, she deadlifts, you know, more than her weight, like she's a beast. And so, but initially she just wanted to do like the cardio and the crunches, like all of the normal stuff. But now she's realized that the muscle that she's put on and any gains that she's made uh, have been because of those uh, heavy, heavy weights. And she doesn't look like a man. What are your thoughts on cheat days? My take on cheat days is it's more mental than physical. So depending on your goal, for example, I'm prepping for a show in October. So I'm going to get to a certain point where either my cheat meals have to be exact or I don't get any. Um, but anyone that's out there just, you know, trying to stay fit, trying to stay healthy, um, cheat meals are more effective mentally than physically and um, the question was uh, my thoughts on cheat days um, I'm not really for cheat days I don't think you should have a cheat meal in the morning in the afternoon and at night I feel like you should just stick to maybe just one meal <clears throat> but when it comes down to it a lot of times we can get frustrated because we are not supposed to eat certain foods or we're not able to just because you know yada 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 we can't eat this or that or that um and that really messes with you mentally um when right before i started training with tony training with johan training with uh, louis um i had a really bad mentality of of foods and i went down to weigh about 145 was really skinny dude i was shredded in a way but it was very unhealthy meaning i wouldn't eat uh you know I, I just wouldn't eat foods i wouldn't eat cheat meals i wouldn't eat this and that so it messed with me mentally thinking that if i even touched or looked at a donut or looked at a slice of pizza i would gain a thousand calories you know so at the end of the day it's all about the longevity of things and really truly creating that lifestyle like like i said in my last question um to to be able to create a healthy relationship with fitness and with health um to be able to do it for a long time. So have that cheat meal, you know, once a week or twice a week, whatever is, uh, whatever fits in your, in your nutrition. Um, just be careful with it. Don't go crazy. Like don't have cheap days. Um, but do, do enjoy, you know, enjoy life. It's not about restrictions. It's about, you know, trying to just create that lifestyle. So cheat meals, no way, no cheat, cheat days, no way, no cheat meals. Good for the, for the mental health. Obesity and lifting, is it safe? So this is kind of a tough question to answer. Uh, I'm not a certified personal trainer anymore. I used to be. So what I would say is here's the value of getting an actual trainer, a certified licensed trainer that can help you navigate uh, exercises and diet plans and things like that. But that's kind of a stupid answer. So if I were to go back and put myself in that personal trainer role that I used to have, what I would say is um, you have to start slow. You don't want to go too crazy. You don't want to get yourself hurt. That's really the main thing that you want to be concerned with because 
because as you start this fitness journey, if you get hurt, if you get injured, you're gonna set yourself back more than you can even imagine. So you wanna start slow. Um, again, this is the value of having a personal trainer there with you. And you wanna kinda learn your way around the gym. For a lot of people that are new or that are really uh, obese, you could say, the gym isn't a place that they're familiar with. So they probably, you might not know how to use all the machines, rep schemes and, and things like that. So don't worry about that at the offset. Just kind of start slow, start with the basics, uh, learn, consult a trainer, consult a professional, and then kind of go from there. I do believe that everybody should lift weights in one capacity or another, but depending on, I guess, the severity of the obesity, I would say, uh, that would really determine the kind of exercises that you're going to do. For example, I'm a big fan of The Biggest Loser. It's one of my favorite shows. If you haven't seen it, watch it. But I don't see them doing a lot of bench presses and heavy squats. I don't see them doing a lot of curls. I, I, I just don't see them doing a lot of those things. So they're doing different exercises to lose weight and then they obviously later, I'm sure we'll transition to some of the other movements. So, uh, but just taking that as an example, and as a retired personal trainer, I guess you could say, uh, that would be my advice. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us for episode three of Fitness Friday. I hope that it brings some value to you guys. Share this, pass it on. If you have any other questions, shoot them my way. Until next time.